Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's Kelly Williams. And Troy McGeady. And this week, we are covering someone. I saw somebody comment on Patreon being like, what about this person? I was like, I don't really know much about this person. And this person, of course, is Mr. Channing Tatum. I want to know your thoughts about Channing before I tell you mine, Troy. Okay. Um, well, I <laughs> he can't act for shit. <laughs> I Fair. mean, the, the man couldn't act his way out of a bag. Um, but he's, you know, it's Channing Tatum. Like he, he's good at what he's supposed to be good at, which is like being a hunk, being attractive on camera. Um, I do think that he's very, like, in a weird way, he's like charming. Yes, like where he can't act, he makes up for it in charm and charisma, and he's an incredible dancer. Mm-hmm. Like better than most male like R&B stars like he really is a good dancer I wish that he I know he like has done a lot of dance stuff but I almost feel like that should be his career yeah for sure <laughs> right other than <not> yeah. acting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do you think about him I actually think he's really funny in like the Jump Street movies mm-hmm. um but yeah he plays that kind of rambling goofy hawk guy really well yes like yeah, yeah. When he found his awkward Hawkeye weirdness that he could tap into, that's when it started to really work for him. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. And, and when I think of, like, when I was introduced to him, my earliest memories of him is one of my old college roommates was obsessed with not Step Up. She was obsessed with Step It Up to the streets for whatever reason. That was her preferred Step Up or whatever. And she would literally watch it all, like every single day. I would walk up to the porch and I'd hear Step Up to Dust Streets blaring from our living room every day. And I was just like, fuck. And he was barely in that. 
like, no. I was like, why are you watching this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess, like, I don't dislike Channing Tatum. I, I don't think he's as bad of an actor as everybody says. I think when he's in the right role, he does a great job. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to watch, like, G.I. Joe or whatever fucking movie he was in like that. <laughs> you know? He, I thought he was fine yeah. in Dear John. I guess I am a little bit of a fan of his acting and I don't know what that says about me. Well, because it's like, I think you're right though. He's good at the stuff he's good at. Yeah. You know, his problem is that he's he's one of those actors that doesn't know which lane he should be in. It's like, truthfully, nobody wants to see you try and be serious on film. Like yes. literally no one. I don't yeah. want to see you try and cry. I barely want to see you even try and do a monologue. Like you can barely talk. Just be funny and silly and goofy. Like, I don't want to see him in any serious action movies or thrillers or anything like that. Yeah. And I guess I've only really seen him in Step Up. And um, I tried to watch that Stop Loss movie because, I mean, Ryan Phillippe and him in the same movie. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. Oh, yeah. It worked for me. Um, And then, of course... Yeah, step up in um, 22 Jump Street. Sorry, it's been a long yeah. day, guys. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. But those were um, all opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And let's start with who he has been linked to. Of course, there is Jenna Dewan, who he was married to for forever. And I actually really loved them as a couple. And I was sure. sad when they broke up. And then I read these blinds and I was like, oh, it was for the best. Yeah. And then he dated Jesse J and now he is dating Zoe Kravitz, which is one of the most random things I've ever heard in my life. His dating history in general is just like, what? I mean, I think it's kind of cool that he doesn't have like a type per se. Yeah, Um, that's true. I like, I like that in people, but yeah, the Jesse J one, I think was even more random than Zoe to me. I think everyone was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. It was just like, how did you two even cross paths? Like what? Zoe, I loved. I liked. I. I mean, are they still? What's going on with that? I think they are still together. I liked them, even if it wasn't like real or whatever. Well, you know that he is starring in a movie she's directing and producing. Yeah. So when everyone was like, "Oh my god, they're such a hot couple," I was like, "You gotta peel back at least one layer." Yeah. Yeah, and maybe like maybe they are fucking, maybe they are like somewhat dating, but also he is starring in like a movie about, I believe it's like a playboy who owns an island. Sounds kind of familiar to oh, something God. else, and she's producing and directing it. I remember hearing about that and been being a little squinty eyed about it. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so those those bike peg uh, moments don't seem so unplanned. Um, but I don't know. They just complimented each other. You know, they they yeah. really like looked just looked good together. Yeah. And I know he did go to the Batman premiere for her. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Assuming they're still together. Yeah. Now, the first blind we have is from 2008. This B-list film star who most of you think is gorgeous and who has really made a move up in the world as of late is engaged to someone who considers herself an actress. It makes me laugh, but she says she is. Unfortunately for her, her affianced seems to be searching for someone else. While working together, he met a woman and exchanged phone numbers. Nothing wrong with that. But how about the invitation to fly her to L.A. and stay at his place? Presumably, his significant other would be off acting. 
And I just realized he also dated Amanda Bynes in Who Dated Who Did Not List Her. I don't even think I knew that he dated Amanda Bynes. I mean, maybe that was just for like, he's the, she's the man, but. Yeah. Well, based on Amanda's blinds, she probably was like, I'm not going to be around you and not fuck you. Just so you know, I'm yeah. going to have sex with you. Just so you know, <laughs> get on her. Um, <laughs> this B minus film lister is a serial cheater. His girlfriend knows this and so goes to create links to not let him out of her sight. Well, yesterday at the Teen Choice Awards, he told her that she wasn't allowed to go backstage. And so she dutifully sat in the audience while he hit on women left and right and filled up his phone with, quote, business contacts. And remember, those are from 2008. Wow. I'm like, wow. Now we're in 2011. One last Sundance blind for you from the festival this year. Which up-and-coming C-list actor with promise excused himself after the Q&A of the film he was in to the nearest bathroom to openly sob in one of the stalls? The sources claim that feedback was slightly harsh towards his performance, and he was so overwhelmed with grief, he cried until friends finally found him and took him back to his hotel room. And that was after his screening of Son of No One. Do you remember when we talked about... um that during the Zach Efron episode, we talked about uh, this YouTube channel that these people like went through yeah. celebrities garbage. Uh-huh. Channing Tatum was one of them. And they dug through so much of his garbage that they, it was like two parts, which is like psychotic, <laughs> but it was so interesting. I know it's like so gross. It's such an invasion of privacy. It's so disgusting, but like, it was really, in- it's interesting to see what celebrities throw away. And it was a lot of like, um, I remember it being a lot of like freebies, like free things from companies, mm-hmm. like just free items that he was just like, Meh. <laughs> I don't want to techno the robotic puppy. Meh. You know what else we didn't talk about before we even got into the blind items? Hmm. The fact that him and Jax Taylor lived in the same modeling house in Miami. I know. I know. <laughs> What do you, I mean, he had to have allegedly had like a sugar daddy during that point or something, right? While he was like stripping or. For sure. Yeah. Come on. I mean, not to like categorize, but he was like a go-go boy and then moved to LA to be like a really young, hot model that lived in like a model house and had like older men taking care of him. Like, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that he and Jax are very one and the same and. You know, I, no, no, in no shade. I just think that they're very similar. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he could have been a, a cast member of Vanderpump Rules. Easy. He would have been a great one too. <laughs> <I know. laughs> this B-list actor who deserves to be a D, but for some reason keeps getting roles is married. Good looking guy, definitely a ladies man and will cheat on his wife in a second. Cheated on her before they got married and has not slowed down. She will not leave him though, because she wants fame so bad that she will do anything. Number one and number two and number three. While this B-list actor who has the acting ability of an F-lister in the body of an A has been busy filming his latest movie. His celebrity wife has been spending her time doing meth and also bumped into her ex and her former boss, who is just about an A-list movie actor now. One thing led to another, and they had some ex-sex while they watched her main claim to fame. And apparently, while Channing was away, Jenna and Justin Timberlake hooked up again. 
Will we ever rid him of our blinds? Or Justin rid Timberlake? our blinds of him? No, Will no chance. Pop up? Jesus. And I always think about, do you remember that story of Justin and Brittany having a dance-off <laughs> at a club? Yes. Jenna Dewan was allegedly Justin's girlfriend at the time. And someone asked her about it on Watch What Happens Live or something. And she was like, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) That story, when you read the old headline of it, is so blown out of proportion, but like in the most fun way. It's It's like folklore. It is truly folklore. It's like written by Taylor Swift. A, quote, manly man actor who comes off as very macho, both on film and off, went on a hike with some friends last week in the L.A. mountains. Although he bragged to his friends about his expertise in the wilderness, he had to be guided out by his wife and that she gave him GPS instructions via cell phone. He was only a half mile from his car. That's just shade. I'm obsessed with that. So, guys, we have done a lot of really, really heavy episodes, especially with Patreon that Troy and I just wanted to have someone who's kind of like, like cheats on his wife and kind of shitty, but not like completely horrific. Mm-hmm. You know? He's also, he's big dumb. You know, I love the term big dumb. <laughs> uh, and I, I, it's nice to just do somebody that's like big dumb. Cause it's like easy, nothing too deep. <laughs> uh, for sure. <laughs> now we're in 2013. This sexy actor has been married to his beautiful actress wife for several years. Last year, a month or two after one of his movies opened, he and a group of friends visited a bar in New York City. Our actor pointed out a couple of girls to one of his friends, and the friend approached the girls with a proposition. Quote, do you recognize my friend over there? He picked you out. He wants to know if you two will have a threesome with him. The girls immediately recognized the actor, but were not impressed. Quote, first of all, we're sisters, so that's really gross. Secondly, isn't he married? The friend went back to the actor, and they confirmed for a minute or two before the friend returned. Quote, yeah, but he doesn't understand why it would be a problem. At that moment, some of the other women in the bar recognized the actor and began to create a scene. As the actor and his friend scrambled to quickly leave the bar, the actor had these departing words for the sisters. Your loss... His very, his wife is very pregnant right now. We wonder if she knows that her husband is unfaithful and into threesomes and into picking strangers at bars. She definitely knew. Come on. <laughs> For sure. Come on. She can care. This married a plus mostly movie actor has been spending about 50K a month on a hooker he discovered shortly after he got married. They had not seen each other since their first time together. And then about six months ago, ran into each other and each other when she was on the arm of a married Colgate executive. Okay. They they exchanged phone numbers and he managed to take her away from the executive. Considering his wife was on edge of such a profession and that is how they met, she should not be surprised. I like that it also says he like discovered a hooker shortly after he got married. Like where? He ran across a hooker. This A-list mostly movie actor who gets by on his looks rather than his talent showed off his looks to a woman who was most definitely not his type after he wrapped filming the other day. She was one of the people he signed autographs for earlier in the day. She handed him four condoms with her phone number written on them. Apparently it worked because he called. (laughs) I mean, does that work? If I just, I mean, 
Not that I'm going to like have sex with a man, but <laughs> I just handed like four condoms. Like, let's go. Hi, we're doing this. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. This movie sucked, but still made enough money to generate a sequel. If you watch both of these movies, I'm sorry about that four hours of your life you won't get back. What they should have filmed instead was went on behind the scenes. There was a whole lot of sex and a whole lot of cheating. The guys involved will tell you that they were technically single, but number one was on a break from his wife. And the other, number two, said that since he was not married, he could do whatever he wanted with whoever he wanted. Number three couldn't decide which guy she wanted to be with, so she ended up having sex with both and would alternate, depending on the day or even the hour. Yeah, well, she is not exactly well known for being virtuous. Number four also had sex with both of the other guys and also another guy on the film who was well and truly single. It seems that number three hates number four with a passion and that number four knew that number three really wanted number one, and even though she could snag him and marry him. Apparently, number four found number one to be a little dirty and didn't shower much and always smelled of smoke and de- desperation. Number one would funnel anyone in anything that even gave him a glimmer of hope. No one could ever figure out why he even bothered to be married since he showed no interest in anything but having as much sex as possible. Number two was much more discreet, but rarely spent a day without female companionship. He just wasn't sweaty and disgusting about it, and you didn't feel like you were sleeping with a dirty old man. Yes, this will all be revealed. Okay, so this is G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Number one, former A-list mostly movie actor is now B, mostly television actor Dennis Quaid. Number two, the A-list mostly movie actor who has acting talent of a D-lister, of course, is Channing Tatum. Number three, the former B-list mostly movie actress who has dropped off the movie making in the past two years and is now C-list is, of course, Sienna Miller, because it always is. (laughs) And number four, the former B-list mostly movie actress who has returned to her roots as a B-list mostly television actress on a middling hit cable show is Rachel Nichols uh, on Continuum. And the other guy in the film possibly being Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Wow. Do you think every movie set is like that? Like everyone just having sex? I was just going to say, I feel like, yeah. Like, cause it's like, you're surrounded by these hot people. It's temporary. You have no, you can do whatever you want. You're all wealthy. It's kind of like, why would you not? <laughs> Remember Troy's fucking everyone. If, <laughs> if he was famous. Troy's having a lot of sex. God. I make myself sound like some gutter whore on this podcast, but you know what I mean? It's like, why would you not? You have the, all, every freedom, all the freedoms that anybody would hope for. Yeah. You know? You know what, Troy? I'd rather you be my gutter whore than his wife any day. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No, but I like it. It's from Titanic. Oh my God. <laughs> Say that at my funeral. My mom will love that. <laughs> I will. (laughs) We're now in 2014. Golden Globes. This A-list mostly movie actor was spotted by a restroom during the show, getting the phone number of a woman who made it perfectly clear she didn't care if he was married. When a woman takes out lipstick and writes her number on a napkin, she probably isn't looking for acting tips. The actor had a cell phone in his hand, so her number must be going into a second phone. His wife looked really good at the ceremony, though. I feel like that blinds from like the 1950s. She took out her <laughs> lipstick and wrote it on a napkin. <laughs> They're like, he put down his coat in a puddle for to get in the car. 
<laughs> Why would one of the best known actors in the world go to a massage parlor? No escorts to a hotel? Apparently not, because our A-list mostly movie actor, who was married and good-looking, got the info from a concierge at the hotel he was visiting with his wife, and then took a cab to the massage place and was back in under an hour, and told the concierge it was just as advertised and tipped the guy $1,000. And that is Channing and Jenna in Miami. Either the marriage is over, or the C-plus list mostly television actress has given up caring about what her bordering on A-plus list mostly movie actor does because he was really open with a woman at a hotel bar lobby the other night and people were watching and definitely staring as they walked hand in hand to an elevator. Hotel bars are the horniest places on the planet. 1,000%. It's, it's the reason that I absolutely require a hotel bar everywhere that we stay for the tour. And what's funny is Troy and I will not leave the hotel bar. When people are like, you should try this restaurant. We're like, oh, we're at the bar at the hotel. We have a hotel bar. (laughs) Why would we leave? Um, (laughs) This C-list bad actress, famous by marriage, this A-list mostly movie actor, took a break to have the baby he wanted. And she did it. And now she's ready to return to what she wanted in the first place, fame. Since she's an absolutely horrible actress, the only way that's going to happen is by surfing the casting couch. She's had a reputation for it in the past, but now it's no holds barred. She'll do anything for the role that makes her a star so she can leave her boring husband and family behind and live the life she wanted in the first place. When I was reading these, I was like, damn, NT really doesn't like Jenna. I know. You can always tell when he like despises somebody. The wife of this A-plus list mostly movie actor is traveling with him as he does press because on the first part of his press trip, he cheated again. And that was during 22 Jump Street and The Following Blind. This married, almost A-plus list mostly movie actor has been nonstop drinking and being with women while out of town this weekend. He's always cheated, but has usually been more discreet. He acted like the weekend was one big frat party. He's such a frat bro. He is such a frat bro. He really is. He's like the guy that like prides himself on having the same friends like since kindergarten. It's like all his bros. Have you ever seen his movie 10 Years that he's in with Jenna Dewan? I don't think so. It's really, really good. Like Justin Long's in it, Chris Pratt's in it, Oscar Isaac. It has a great cast. Not that we like Chris Pratt. This was pre what we knew about Chris Pratt. <laughs> okay. um, but it's a really good movie. Rosario Dawson's in it. So if Ooh. you, if anyone wants to like watch kind of a fun little movie, 10 years. Yeah. You have me at Rosario Dawson. Yeah. And Aubrey Plaza. Oh, how have I never seen this movie? What the hell? It was nobody's seen it. It's really good though. <laughs> it's like only Shannon and, and Jenna have seen it. I bought the DVD at a grocery store. That's what kind of movie it Say is. Say less absolutely say less next to like jessica simpson's cadet whatever that like (laughs) when a film achieves box office success it is natural for everyone to start thinking about a sequel however things become a little awkward for the makers of this hit film when actor who was not a part of the original cast tried to get himself cast in the sequel the actor whose career in personal life has had its ups and downs relentlessly pursued the star of the original film in an attempt to land a role for himself We're not just talking about him expressing an interest. We're talking about up and down, actively soliciting the part in public interviews, telling people that he was sure he was going to get the role, 
and sending emails and text messages and videos and photos of himself to the the, original. Original rejected up and down, but it wasn't because of all the full full court press. It was because of up and down's off-screen antics. Original simply didn't want the risk of having his successful franchise derailed by an addict who cannot seem to control his partying and attention-seeking behavior. So that, of course, is Magic Mike up and down being Zac Efron and the original being Channing Tatum. So I know Zac Efron was in a really bad place during like this time. What a fucking bad move to not have Zac Efron and Magic Mike. I mean, are you kidding? And like, you'll have Matthew McConaughey in it. Like he's some fucking cakewalk of a person. Right. Like, are you kidding? You know how many people would have lost their shit for Zac Efron in that movie? idiot i agree and what was really interesting is i didn't find a lot of blind items about channing and alex pettifer pettifer i think Mm -hmm. that's how you say his last name because do you remember all that drama and alex got kicked off magic mike he's not he wasn't going to be in the sequel and everyone was like what happened what happened and somehow the story came out that like he owed channing's friend back rent yeah. And that was the story they went with. They were like, oh, he owes my friend money, so he's not allowed on set. <laughs> the most, like, bro-y, simple-minded, dumb Neanderthal, way, like, thing to come up with. Oh, I, he owes my friend money. <laughs> I did see a few Alex blinds, though, and they're really bad. I mean, I'm not going to, we're not going to get into that because this is, like, more of a upbeat episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm guessing he was a monster on set. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we'll make a note of that for the future. Yes. At least two local residents have had sex with this married, almost a plus mostly movie actor as he films in their town. Apparently, he's trying to find a regular for the entire shoot. And that's when Channing was filming Magic Mike XXL in Savannah, Georgia. This A-list actor, because he's hot and not because of his work so much, will surprisingly be in the hunt for an Oscar and a bunch of other awards this season. It turns out he can really act, and this is going to be a complete game changer for him, and he will become the next generation leading man as Pitt Clooney will age out. His already hot career is going to go to the next level, and his marriage, which is already rocky, should have ended a year ago. But he loves his children and doesn't want a scandal or a bad breakup to overshadow his work. Not that he did anything scandalous. He's a Boy Scout by Hollywood standards, but his wife is one evil see you next Tuesday. He always does right by her, but she resents him for becoming a household name while she sits somewhere on the D-list. If he leaves her now, she has promised to hit the tabloids hard with a sob story to torpedo any chance that he has at award season. She wants every red carpet photo op, and she's going to get it. God. So dramatic. There are rumors circulating that this film actor and actress's marriage is in trouble because he's working too hard and traveling too much. Actually, it's because he's cheating, again. It's practically routine by now. He cheats, she finds out, she threatens to leave, he sweet-talks his way back into her good graces and vows to be faithful. It's all bull, but she falls for it every time. It's not totally surprising. He can act like the sexiest and most charming man when he wants to. I guess that goes to what I said earlier. He's very charming. So charming. This a plus mostly movie actor made some calls to a trade publication so they would drop one woman and add his wife to their list of honorees. He said he would give them an exclusive interview if they did, so they did. And that is 
the 2014 Hollywood Reporter Women in Entertainment Breakfast. And whenever I see things like that, like any kind of star-studded anything like that, I always wonder, especially if it's done by like Hollywood Reporter or Vanity Fair, I'm always like, how did these women, what were the calls that were made, the strings that were pulled, the favors to get this group of people together, you know? Completely agree. So funny. Now, this is the first blind that talks about Channing's like sexuality. And I don't know, I guess because he was a dancer and lived in a model house, I expected a lot more blinds like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that stuff is more message boardy. It's that like makes sense. Gossipy and rumory. But like a lot of the stuff that I've read about it on like different message boards, like over the past decade have been allegedly the sources have been people that like either worked with him or like worked in that like world. Like everybody mm-hmm. in this world knew what Channing Data was doing pretty much. Yeah. Which foreign born openly gay singer was bragging to a couple of his friends about the time that the now a plus list actor gave him good head to get a job as a dancer in one of his music videos. And that's when Channing was in the She Bangs by Ricky Martin music video. Ricky Martin, if we feel like doing an extremely gutted, rotted episode, like a rotted, not because Ricky's a bad person, but like the Menudo and stuff, that would be a really good episode. I do think we need just like a little (laughs) moment. Several moments, not even a little. Like several Uh, We're in 2015 now. You'll probably see this couple consisting of an A-list actor and a B-list actress on the Oscar red carpet this Sunday, all smiles for the TV cameras and bragging about how good their marriage is. At some point this year, they're going to announce that they've, quote, consciously uncoupled instead of officially announcing their separation. This married A-plus list, mostly movie actor, got so tired of taking on and off his wedding ring while cheating that he just leaves it off, except for red carpet events he attends with his actor's wife. I think if she could do better than what the prenup says, she would leave him. She loves being his wife and what comes with it, but everyone laughs at her all the time for being played like this. This is not about Ben Affleck. Think younger. Also, apologies if you guys can hear fireworks in the background because I live near a like baseball thingy. What are they called? Diamonds? (laughs) Stadium? Stadium! (laughs) Ah, And they're doing fireworks. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. Last year at Con, there was what is believed to be the biggest fight ever between a couple. It was so bad that a team of 10 people flew in just to sort it all out. Apparently, there was an A-list mostly movie actor involved in it who was caught in bed with a barely legal team. His actress wife was not happy because he promised he would stop. There was nothing left to break in the three-bedroom suite when she was finished. I don't really think give her any flack for that. No. And again, I know we've said this 90 million times, but these couples that insist on trying to be monogamous, normal Midwest couples, like, girl... It ain't happening with Channing Tatum. Like, you don't pick your battle. Right. This A-plus list mostly movie actor was supposed to attend a charity event with his actress wife, but bailed at the last minute because he's hooking up with a female assistant he met while looping his latest film. He told the wife he had more looping to do, and the only time was during the charity event. 
And apparently that was the T for two fundraiser for Charlotte and Gwyneth Gray Foundation to cure Batten disease. I love how this A-list mostly movie actor talks all of this love he has for his wife. I'm sure he does love his wife. He just likes all the other women he hooks up with constantly. And this is the final blind of 2015. This handsome actor is suddenly talking about the fact that he didn't get along with another famous actor when they did a film together a few years ago. He says that the friction between the two was so bad that it resulted in our actor not being asked for the next installment of a franchise. It's more of an admission slash excuse than it is an apology for his own bad behavior. And he's talking about this publicly versus simply going to the co-star and trying to smooth things over one-on-one. So why is he doing this? And why is he doing it now? Simply put, he's getting desperate for work. Our actor worked on just one film this year and has none in development. Yikes. For someone his age and his level of fame, that's bad. By comparison, his former co-star worked on four or five films this year and has more than a dozen in development. Did his former co-star have him blackballed from the industry? Or are key decision makers on other projects simply passing when it comes to hiring our actor because he now has a reputation as a troublemaker? And that's Alex Petty for not getting gigs after his public fight with Channing Tatum. I really want to know what truly happened. I would love to know. I bet it's something so seedy, too. Oh, no doubt. This one is a change. This married a plus mostly movie actor will be headed to Dubai and the med solo and had Bonnie arranged for him to hook up with several actresses he wants to hook up with, but would be difficult because of his status and visibility and his wife. Real Housewives of Dubai isn't, oh, I still can't get over there doing a, that for Dubai because Dubai is such a wild place. I know. Now we're in 2016, Golden Globes. This A-plus list, mostly movie actor, never stopped arguing with his wife the entire night. It certainly went against the love they pretended to show for each other on a recent joint television appearance. And that's when they appeared on Lip Sync Battle. And Jenna's dance on Lip Sync Battle was so hot when she danced to Pony. Oh, I forgot about that. What did he dance to? Uh, Did he do Beyonce? Oh, he did dress up in drag. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, but like, I remember watching Jenna's dance and being like, holy shit. Like, I forgot that she was also a dancer. Yeah. I know I always forget. I still forget that even like doing this episode, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) This German escort, this married A-plus list mostly movie actor hired when he was there, said he was into handcuffing her and golden showers on her, not on him. And it says Channing Tatum, Hail Caesar, premiere in Berlin. This A-list, mostly movie actor who will never get an Oscar nomination is in one of those periods where he abstains from drinking. It must have just started because he was being miserable to everyone at a charity event the other night. There are a lot of charity event blinds. I don't think I've ever read any charity event blinds. (laughs) (laughs) They must just like love going like because they like get to be photographed and stuff you know and oh, for sure if it's true that she's this fame hungry witch maybe that's why <laughs> they go all the time not a fame hungry witch 
I had a blind in the past month or so about this A-list mostly movie actor being an a-hole because he is off booze. A tabloid ran with it, and now his PR people are spinning a story saying it is all untrue. Pretty tough to say something is untrue when the actor kept apologizing for being an a-hole because he had given up drinking. And this is the final blind of 2016. This married A-list mostly movie actor was out with his wife this past weekend at a show And while she was busy with their children, hit on several women at the show and took home more than a couple phone numbers. And that was a family outing to the Nutcracker. (laughs) I don't know if I believe that. And they're like, that was Disneyland. (laughs) What C-list movie slash TV actress, whose best known role is a celebrity spouse, has sold several stories to the tabloids exposing her not-so-closeted A-list hubby's extracurricular activities and several months later tells them a month or two after these stories break that their marriage is fine. Can you say cuckoo? The husband is already shopping for divorce lawyers again. Then someone spots him and he for- he's forced to stop. And um, that was when he was allegedly cheating with Amber Heard. And we're in 2017. This A-list mostly movie actor who gets to be A-plus when his unusual franchise films is not known as the greatest actor of all time. He's known, though, for cheating on his actress wife with female fans he picks up from at stores like Forever 21. He goes in to return something and then waits for them to swarm. He picks and chooses and takes phone numbers. No one over 21 need apply. So a funny story. Side note. Chad Michael Murray allegedly used to do this at the Wilmington Mall all the time filming One Tree Hill. He'd like go into Forever 21 or like American Eagle and just pick up girls. Oh, that's so gross. I know. Oh my God. Imagine working at one of those stores and being and knowing that this celebrity comes in to pick up like teenagers. Why, yes, that was that married A-list mostly movie actor in Vegas this past weekend, enjoying the attention of two women who sell bottles in a nightclub. Apparently, our actor didn't even have to pay for their services. They were happy to go to his room with him for free. And that was during Magic Mike Live. Oh, I forgot about Magic Mike Live. Me too. If we ever do a show in Vegas, we have to go. I would love to. This married A-list mostly movie actor and his B-list mostly television actress wife says they have no problems bringing in other women into their relationship and that no one gets jealous. I will remind them of that sentence when they are divorced because the husband is hooking up on the side with one of them. This married A-list mostly movie actor took right up where he left last time he was in this overseas country, hooking up with a catering manager at the hotel where he was staying. And that was at the Lucky Logan premiere in Amsterdam. Now we're in 2018. The PR team of this almost A-plus list mostly movie actor is working overtime. It's almost as if they know that he cheated and was going to look bad, so they wanted to counteract it. Let's make sure we get pap photos of him looking like the best dad in the world. Let's release a bunch of stories about how he tried to save the marriage, making it seem as if his wife was the one who didn't. Hell, let's be the ones to write the statement. So much spinning. And that was Channing spinning the story about his divorce to Jenna. Even though this A-list mostly movie actor is seeing lots of other women, he's trying to keep his soon-to-be divorced ex from seeing anyone and is always doing drop-bys. It is all kinds of messed up. So there is a part right around this time in his blind item life where he gets really controlling. Okay. 
which I don't know. I didn't expect that, but he ends up getting like really controlling. There are blinds in the next year that you'll see. This A-list mostly action movie actor is telling his soon-to-be official ex that he wants to get back together, and the pair have been hooking up a couple times each week. It's probably news to the other women that he also hooks up with. This A-list mostly action movie actor has been on a self-styled tour as of late. Apparently, it is really just a way for him to find new women to have sex with in every town he visits. And it says Channing Tatum, in parentheses, vodka, started his own vodka company. He did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Neither did I until that blind. He started his own vodka company and then did like a a country tour for it. Celebrities are brave to start liquor brands. But so many of them do. Yeah. It's just like, it just seems like such a, a fool's game. Like it would be so hard to actually have one be successful or like, you know, to end up being like Ciroc or something. I have to say the only one that I really want to try is Cara Delevingne's Prosecco. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really want to try that. Yeah. I would be down for that. I'm down to try a celebrity liquor. I know that they're usually shit because they hike up the price and stuff because of the name. But, like, you know, if there's one thing I'm willing to experiment and try, it's alcohol. All that partying with the A-list actor got out of control and the foreign-born B-plus-list singer got hooked and wants to do nothing but party. So the work had to go bye-bye. After this debacle, it's going to be really hard to get promoters to want to book her again. And that's Jesse J partying too hard with Channing. Okay. Uh, This next one is from Blind Gossip, so this should be good. These two celebrities both seem so nice that it's hard to imagine them fighting. But they are. The truth is, our actor is not so nice. The jovial persona just makes him seem amiable and easygoing. However, you can't dance around the fact that he's chronically cheated on his actress wife during their marriage. They have both moved on, but the custody battle is contentious. There's a fly in the ointment. It's his new girlfriend. Quote, his girlfriend is in his ear telling him that his ex is his enemy now. And if he doesn't fight for his kids, his ex is going to create a whole new family unit and cut him out. We have not heard anything about his ex trying to cut him out of his child's life. And just wait until you hear to whom new girlfriend compared his ex. Quote, she said, if you don't demand more time with your kids now, she's going to turn into Angelina Jolie and make sure you never see your kids again and make sure that your kids hate you. Apparently, that is why he is making this overreaching demands and asking for legal intervention. There are three interesting things going on here. First, the new girlfriend, who is also a celebrity, is getting surprisingly involved in his custody rights. Second, the actor is listening to her. And third, the both of them are now trying to portray his ex-wife as evil. It's one thing to step up and be a responsible parent during slash after a divorce. It's quite another for him to have been the cause of the divorce and then for him and the new girlfriend to position his ex as being the evil one. So that's Jesse J. Wow. Now, I could not find this blind item, and I don't know if I read this in like a comment section or on a message board or something, but I read that Channing and Jenna allegedly got divorced. Like she knew he was cheating. She was just kind of like, he's going to cheat. He's going to do what he's going to do. But allegedly he got herpes and gave Jenna herpes. And that's why they got divorced. I mean, it makes sense. If you're going to sleep with Channing Tatum, you better assume that the next day you're probably going to go have to buy some rash cream. 
But yeah, she she was like clean from it and everything. And then once she got herpes, she was like, I'm done. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or whatever, but. Damn. I was going to say like the Jesse J of it all. It's like very surprising. I but know. I do remember. I don't know if anybody listening will remember this, but a few years ago, there was this like viral story that was popular for like a week that she had had this like alternate altercation with some queens from drag race. Apparently she was like extremely disrespectful to the queens from drag race, like very fucking rude and so rude that like it made rounds and like all of them were talking about it and making fun of her. And she became like a, like a inside joke for a while that she was just like horrendously mean. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. We're now in 2019. This A-list mostly movie actor is trying to convince a judge that his B-list soon-to-be ex-wife shouldn't get any child or spousal support. It's just a dick move from the actor who's acting all tough because he doesn't like that she doesn't want to have ex-sex any longer. And um, Jenna Dewan came out with a statement saying that custody battle was getting like challenging and emotional. Well, if this A-list mostly movie actor is really dating that foreign-born illiterate singer, she might want to know he tried to get a flight attendant to hook up with him in a restroom on the plane in which he was riding. And that's Jesse J. I don't know if this foreign-born B-plus list illiterate singer is still dating the A-list actor or not, but she did hook up with a guy this week who was not the actor. <laughs> Jesse J. and Channing. This A-list mostly movie actor cheated on his actor's wife and is now cheating on his singer girlfriend. Hey, she was cheating on him too. What a toxic little couple, Channing and uh, Jesse J. And stop cheating. Just have a fucking open relationship. It's so stupid. A-list mostly movie actor who looks better than he acts was hammered drunk earlier this week and making out with random women while out of the country. His illiterate girlfriend was nowhere to be seen. And that is Channing Tatum attends a VIP performance of Magic Mike Live in London. Was this like known that he had a drinking problem or no? I don't think that it's like a mainstream thing. Okay. This illiterate foreign born B plus list singer quit her social media because she's tired of people coming on the platform to tell her of their experiences sleeping with her A-list actor boyfriend. And she took an Instagram break for a couple weeks after Channing Tatum did. So they both took Instagram breaks. And I'm sure it announced it. Oh, no doubt. This A slash B list actress slash reality host had a tough time actually saying there that the reason she got divorced from her A list husband because he was a serial cheater. I said it though. She just implied. She probably wanted to spare the offspring. It's also like whenever these cheating couples are like whenever we do episodes like this, I'm always like NT, like, get a life. Like, okay, he cheats. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you going to, are you going to literally track every woman he cheats with for 10 years? Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, geez. (laughs) This A-list mostly movie actor continues to cheat on his illiterate celebrity girlfriend. I mean, it isn't like she hasn't done the same thing, which sounds exactly like another blind we read. (laughs) And then the um, following blind, this A-plus list mostly movie actor has a private detective following his ex looking for dirt. He won't find any. He has a desire to smear her in the media. This multi-talented actor and actress filed for divorce after many years of marriage. It's getting ugly. He calls her Fox Face. Okay. 
uh, no, it's not because she looks like a fox. He makes fun of her and says that she is getting ridiculous and that no matter how much plastic surgery she gets, she will never look like Megan Fox. Ouch. He's not exactly dancing around his contempt for her, is he? I guess that means they won't be doing any more movies together. And then this is from Blind Gossip. Want to know what went down in the breakup between these two celebrities? Of course you do. He's a lead actor. She's a singer. He's divorced. She has never been married. He cheated on his first wife. He also cheated on his girlfriend. Quote, she found out he was sliding into the DMs of randos and meeting up with them. He gave her some song and dance about how it's just flirting and all innocent and that she was crazy for thinking anything else. What did the singer do? Quote, she knew what was going on and she was not about to put up with that shit. She read him the riot act and told him that the only way she could trust him again was if he let her check his cell phone. Long story short, he refused. He didn't want to share it, so he put it on her like this was her fault and there was something wrong with her for even asking. They fought about it for a few months. He told her she was controlling and being a bitch. She walked. It's so interesting to me that celebrities slide into people's Instagram DMs, like like how you always say people at the mall. That's a mall person problem. <laughs> I know. I know. And you always hear stories of those girls being like, so-and-so just DM'd me one day and flew me out to wherever. If anyone ever DM'd me, I would sell that shit to TMZ so fast. Are you kidding? <laughs> Absolutely. After I, of course, fly to wherever and <laughs> or whatever. Uh, we've told you repeatedly over the years that this actor is not a nice person yes he seems nice on the outside but our movie star has been really slimy to his ex-wife his ex-girlfriend his ex-co-star etc for example we told you that when he and his significant other broke up a while back it was because he was cheating on her of course as soon as the breakup was announced our Lothario was immediately on a dating site, openly looking to hook up. Now, suddenly his ex is back. What happened? He asked her to get back together and made her a new promise that he wouldn't cheat on her again. Oh boy, she actually believes this latest song and dance over this his, over his history of cheating. Silly girl, she should have a little che- <laughs> she should have a little chat with his ex about his quote promises. Now we're in 2020, and we have a Mr. X blind. There's pictures of this A-list actor who has starred in several franchises floating around, which yet to see the light of day, mainly because his PR prop have paid off the person who has them. They're from his former profession, which was the basis of one of his franchises that he starred in. One set of photos features the actor wearing urban clothes with what looks like head-to-toe dark dark bronzer or body makeup, basically blackface. And he has some grease paint around his lips. The other set of photos are much more explicit. He's pretty much naked except for a G-string, and he's giving a professional to, the, to another guy. So that's Channing Tatum. And of course, he was a male stripper. This serial cheating A-list mostly movie actor has been hooking up with several women over the past couple of weeks or so. Is it because he didn't want to buy a birthday present for his foreign-born A-list singer, or just because he cheats, or because they broke up? He told one hookup they split, but then said she shouldn't probably tell anyone about the hookup. I really can't keep up with this A-list mostly movie actor and his singing girlfriend. He hooked up with someone last week, so does that mean they're off again? And then the following blind. This A-list mostly movie actor who's known more for his looks than acting is signing on to shoot a new film. 
He wants the permanent A-list actress already cast in the film replaced. He thinks she's too old to be his love interest and wants someone who will actually sleep with him. And that is Channing fucking Tatum trying to replace America's sweetheart, Sandra Bullock. I know everyone says Julia Roberts is America's sweetheart, but it's Sandra Bullock. (laughs) Yeah, that would hold up in court, I think, honestly. Could you imagine this dumb man being like, Sandra's too old for me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like the the fact that you have somehow blinkoed into even being in the same room as this woman with your abilities, sir. And I have watched their interviews together and she seems like she hates him. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine if she does good on you, girl. We know that Sandra's a longtime listener. So Sandra, we're, written for, we're always written for you, hon. We hate Sandra, if you. Too. If you DM me, I won't sell it to TMZ. (laughs) Promise. So we are now in 2021. This former stripper turned A-list actor hired an an entire strip club of female strippers as a housewarming gift to himself. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, this one possible trigger warning. I do see Army Hammer's name written in it. So let's just assume if you thought the cleaning product actor Army Hammer was rough on women, wait until this former A-list actor Channing Tatum and his equally situated actress Zoe Kravitz, girlfriend slash former co-star split. Oh, they will. When they do, as is her custom, things will be messy and all of the stories about the way he enjoys sex will spill out. The cleaning product actor was an amateur compared to this actor. Eek! Wow. Oh, Wow. This A-list mostly movie actor is supposed to be in a new relationship with this A-minus-list actress offspring. Then why is he taking a fan to where he's staying literally 45 minutes after meeting her? That's Channing and Zoe. And it's funny, Channing took a picture in the hallway of the apartment that he was staying in or living in in New York City. And my friends live in that building. (laughs) And they didn't realize it until he posted. And they were like, which floor? Oh my God, I would be psychotic trying to find him. Oh my God. I would never spend any time in my apartment. I'd be out in the hallway all day. You'd be a feral animal roaming the halls. <laughs> You'd be like, there's a homeless man living in the hallways. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And this is the final blind and uh, the only blind from 2022. It says, speaking of secrets, this A-list actress who is a celebrity offspring of at least one person higher on the list should ask her A-list actor boyfriend why he is on Raya every day hitting on women and saying he is single. It's because he cheats. Okay, he's a, him a cheater. God damn. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if Channing's rotted, but he's definitely not a good person, right? But I guess trying to like make your the mother of your child like have a smear campaign again against her—that's pretty rotted. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's very fucked up. I we need to have the levels of rot. That like someone commented, we need tears. levels. There needs to be tears for sure. He's definitely more than moldy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. but I don't know if he's rotted. There's a light peach fuzz, but he's not like mold. He's not like rotten in his core. You know, he's like because I feel like for everybody, our way of gauging it is always like Dan Snyder. It's like well, he's not Dan Snyder, right? Right. Like I don't even think he's Ben Affleck. Yeah, I wouldn't even say he's Ben. Like he's just kind of basic in a lot of ways a basic hunk actor if anything he's more tame than i expected he would be really yeah i guess for me too i thought he would be pretty bad so yeah channing tatum just kind of like a douchey frat bra <laughs> yeah he's exactly what you hope which is some or not what you hope <laughs> he's exactly what you would think which is sometimes nice now we're ending this on kind of a different note than we used to, uh, than we usually do. Not used to. <laughs> like this is our last episode. Bye. Ever, you imagine? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to do a little AMA at the end because we talk so much shit on celebrities. We want to give you guys some shit to talk about us. Yeah, I'm excited. Our this is our favorite um, section of our live shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to answer some questions. Do you want to talk about how we met? And it's funny. We've answered these at live shows. So when I saw these questions come through, I was like, oh, I thought we talked about this, but I guess we haven't. So Troy, how did we meet and why did we want to do a podcast together? Okay. Well, so we met from guesting on each other's shows. I had had Kelly on Dunzo and she had had me on Laguna Biatch. And when she came on Dunzo, we did like um, a uh, Backstreet Boys Millennium episode and then when I came on her show, we talked about Britney and Justin. And I think it was like peak free Britney. We talked it about was, that. It was, yeah. Um, and of course, it led to Dan. <laughs> and, or Lou. It led to Lou. And we were both like, oh, like, you know a lot about Lou Perlman. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but like, I could tell Kelly knew like blind item stuff about him. 
And I was like, oh, and that became like a, a real shorthand between us, like that we both like blind items and that we knew a lot about like that whole thing, the pop stars. And I feel like we kept talking about um, doing a podcast together, but we couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. And then one night I got wasted and called <laughs> Troy. I called Troy because I got laid off from my job in July. And I was like, <laughs> Troy, we're going to do a blind item podcast. And you were like, <laughs> what? And I was like, we're recording tomorrow. <laughs> no, that literally is how it happened. And I was like, <laughs> let's just fucking go for it. Like, yeah. we have nothing to lose. I was like, probably really stoned. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, let's fucking go for it, man. The sky's the limit. And then I texted you the next morning. I'm like, yeah, we're still doing that podcast. Get ready to record yeah. at one. <laughs> yeah, we it was like very quick once we started or once we decided we were going to do it, we like pretty immediately recorded and we haven't stopped. Yeah. What was your first impression of meeting each other in person? You, you go first. Meeting you in person. I don't Nervous. know. It's just so crazy. Just because like I've always seen you through a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, you're taller than I thought you'd be people always say that yeah you were definitely taller and I don't know I guess because like I know your personality fairly well but I'm glad that we got along in person too like we understood we weren't gonna walk 10 minutes we're gonna take an uber we like we (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's so true there was an immediate easy vibe and it was the first time we ever got drunk together I mean yeah we re- and we also realized we are good at drinking together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. Yes. It was very like, cause I'm, I'm big on people's energy. Like I can usually tell within like the first couple minutes, if I'm really going to vibe with someone and sometimes we'll try and like, be like, no, it'll be fine. It's going to be fine. I just got to warm up to this person, but I like, no. And I knew within like five minutes that it was going to be very fucking easy very chill like my guard was immediately down I just felt really comfortable thank you (laughs) Ooh, what is our favorite thing about each other you go first not me okay our favorite thing about each other my favorite thing about you is that you're like very down for whatever you have a very like open sort of like 90s Drew Barrymore spirit like you're very like like um open to just like new things adventure fun experiences exciting things whatever the night like leads like I feel like whenever we go to like a new city I never know what will it will entail because you're very open and down for whatever and I'm like that too and I think we compliment each other in that way I love that about you You are very grounding for me because I spiral really bad about everything. Troy, (laughs) poor Troy will get like 15 text messages from me that are all one thought. It's just all like broken up and you're just so calm with it and not everyone can handle that. So that's what I appreciate most about you. And it's not always about the podcast. It's about, you know, people in my life or whatever, but there's never been a moment where you're like, Kelly, you need to shut up. (laughs) I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up, bitch. You imagine? <laughs> but you've never no. said it out loud. No, I don't mind your stream of conscious text. And you don't mind that I am a lazy texter. I don't get along with people who don't who don't accept me in that way because I'm not what I do, and Kelly knows this very well. I pick up my phone, I read the text, and I tell myself I'm gonna respond to that text. 
And then I put it down and I like, will do something or finish whatever I was doing. And maybe like 30 minutes will go by. Maybe the day will go by. And then I'll be like that text. And then I respond to it. <laughs> so Kelly doesn't mind that I'll respond like in big bulk responses, like throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Who has the most surprising blinds? I would say Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, I guess his are really surprising. I'm trying to think of anybody, somebody that like really shocked us that we've done. I can't think of anybody that. To be honest, James Franco was way worse than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, his was like very bad. Um, Millie Bobby Brown's was like shocking, like to find that her parents were like so gross and stuff. That was pretty shocking. And I guess the Kid Cuddy of it all with Amanda Bynes' episode was shocking. That was shocking. Yeah. That was definitely shocking. Yeah. Um, what is something surprising that neither of you knows about one another? Oh, fun. Oh. You go first. Oh. Um. Oh, that's such a good question. You know a lot about me. <laughs> I'm like trying to think. I like pour out all my soul to every single friend I have. I'm <laughs> dementia certified. I don't know if you know that. I used to work with dementia residents and I I'm didn't dementia. know that. Yeah, I'm dementia certified. So I know how to like, I'm like, I can work with Alzheimer's residents and stuff. Oh, cool. No wonder you're so patient with me. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my favorite jobs ever. It just doesn't pay for shit, which sucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you knew that I used to be a wedding photographer. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, I used to be a photographer. And I used to think that that was like where my life was going to go. And it didn't. (laughs) Didn't end up successful doing that. But yeah, I used to do like weddings and retirement parties and baby showers and all kinds of shit. It was like my gig. Interesting. Yeah, I loved it. I used to be really into Photoshop, like... I was a camera photography, like, whore. Like, I loved it. No wonder why you were such a Tumblr girl. I know. I know. <laughs> How did we get into pop culture or bl- and or blind items? I mean, I got into pop culture super young. My, my dad's mom used to, my nano, she would always steal people's magazine from her um, doctors and then eventually it got like delivered to her house and every other weekend I'd be there reading them and then when my mom was and grocery shopping I'd be in the magazine aisle so she could be in peace you're so, like calling people magazine knee pads to your grandma <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly I used to read knee pads magazine all the time as a child <laughs> and and then I don't know I just like MTV T- I guess TRL was probably my biggest like launching point into celebrity yeah that makes sense um pretty much the same i just i've told i've said before that i i came from a pop culture family that was like we didn't do like sports or anything like that we did like award shows and um like stuff like that like i just grew up being surrounded by people who only really knew a lot about this stuff mm-hmm. like there were always conversations about like brad pitt or whoever like just celebrity was always a huge part of my childhood Um, so yeah, I don't really know. I don't, I've never really known anything else. That's why I'm so psychotic. (laughs) (laughs) What are your thoughts on Meghan Markle? Oh, we get a lot of Meghan Markle requests. I know. And I think for me, I don't think the way she's been treated in the press has been fair at all. I really Mm -hmm. don't. 
I think the way blind items are written about her are really biased against her. Mm-hmm. And I think if we're going to talk about Meghan Markle, we have to talk about the whole royal family and how fucked up they all are. I don't think it's right. fair to just focus on Meghan. And a lot of people are like, well, was she a yacht girl? Yeah, but like, what's Harry doing on yachts, allegedly? And what are the men in that fucking family doing? Right. Just what's generally. Prince, like Prince Andrew. I mean, Prince William was allegedly fucking Kate's best friend and nobody cared. Right. So I don't think it's fair to have a Meghan Markle episode just, just because she has been so like viciously ripped apart in the media when all the royal family is rotted. I agree with that. I, I will tell you that. So I'm not a royal family person at okay. all. I do not care at all. Like for me, it goes as far as Princess Diana. And that is literally it. I am not one of those people that like, I don't care. So that's why I've never like really been super, super in- intense about like Meghan Markle news. But of course, I do think it's interesting. Like, you know, it's she's such like a modern representation of like how the world is changing and stuff. Cause the fact that a girl like her who does have a past as like a yacht girl or whatever in quotes, or just the fact that she was like on a reality show, like a Mm -hmm. game show, you know what I mean? And like that she's a part of the family. It's so like new agey, like it's so like new world, you know, it's very in line with like what we do, even though we like refuse to talk about her. But do you Um, understand why? It's just like, it's so biased against her. I don't think it's fair. I agree. And honestly, like, it'll be an hour of us reading blind items about her yachting. I mean, literally, like, that's all they talk about is like, that she was a yacht girl and that she was like desperate for fame. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah. What podcast do you recommend that aren't pop culture or blind item related? I only listen to pop culture podcasts. I listen to like um, Danny Pellegrino. I guess Be There in Five isn't completely pop culture, but it's pretty pop culture. And then I really like Chicks in the Office. Yeah, I don't. don't And of course, Fluently Forward. I got to give our girl Shannon a shout out, but that's Blind Item. So I don't really listen to any that aren't rooted in pop culture. Um, Yeah. I'm like scrolling down the list right now. All of them are pop culture podcasts. Um, I guess I will say, so for those of you listening to this that like didn't listen to Dunzo or maybe have didn't know that part of me, like I am really into like horror stuff. Into what? Horror. I can't say the word. Oh. I just call it horror. Um, But I am into horror big time. It's like my favorite thing in the entire world. So I follow a lot of horror podcasts um, so I listened to dead meat. I listened to two guys in a chainsaw. <laughs> so that's my, like <laughs> my secret indulgence is all these like horror movie podcasts, but yeah, still pop culture, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever reached out to us about an episode? I'm assuming like a celebrity. No, thank God. Knock on wood. Hopefully never do. Yeah. We just pray to God that they don't. Um, Yeah. The only people who ever reach out to us are like celebrity adjacent people who are like, yeah, I worked at this place and this person came in and did this or whatever. Yeah. Which is always very fun. Next live show dates. Keep, get ready. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. They're coming. And soon. would we go? Yeah, they're going to be coming soon. And would we go to Europe for a show? Absolutely. But I don't know 
when it would happen. But again, yeah. we have some we have some opportunities coming for people in other countries. We do. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. What celebrities have you met in person? Best, worst. I've met a lot of famous people. What's your best, like top, 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 top celebrity encounter? I mean Taylor Swift, but that's just because it's Taylor Swift. But was was it what you like hoped that it would be? Um. So it was really quick. I was at her mural in Nashville mm-hmm. and she went around. There was only like, it was her and like a bodyguard. Like there weren't a lot of people and there were probably 300 people in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I got there really early because I knew someone who worked for the news station and she DM'd me and she was like, Taylor Swift is going to her mural between nine and noon. And I was like, I am fucking leaving work. That's it. So I left right. work. And I got a good spot and I watched her like go around to everybody taking pictures. And there was a girl probably like three or four people down from me. And I'll never forget, like Taylor was talking to her and the girl was like, I have this ring. I've always wanted to give it to you. Like a professional Taylor just slipped it on her finger and was like, thank you. This is beautiful. Thank you for thinking of me. And as she was like coming up to me, I was like, I need to say something like I need to. And she took my phone. We took a couple pictures. And as she gave me my phone back, I was like, your music means so much to me. Thank you. And she like stopped and looked at me and said, thank you so much for saying that. I really appreciate it. Well, that's nice. And like just the way that she actually stopped and didn't just like keep going, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say she was probably like top, top tier. And then like Kelsey Ballerini is super nice too. She's a country singer. Mine are very me. <laughs> So just buckle up. I've told both of the stories before, but my favorite celebrity encounter of all time, and I'm this is like, I'm not even being sarcastic. And when I tell people, they think I'm joking and I'm not. It literally was Kate Gosselin. <laughs> because I met her during like the peak of Kate, like mania. She had the haircut, like the show was on. She was doing like um, women's convention tour so oh, like crazy filling up like giant football field size or like places and these women like being there and i saw all these women like dressed like her and stuff and they weren't like in costume it was like her fans like they had the haircut they had a bunch of children they were dressed like her they had the same jewelry as her like they literally wanted to be her so it was it was cool to experience like a weird reality star's fame like that in such an intense way. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, one day this is going to be so silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the time that made complete sense to wait in line two hours to meet Kate Goslin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've told my worst story before too. My worst celebrity encounter was Ramona Singer, which is like, of course it was. My worst celebrity was, were the guys from five seconds of summer. Um, oh, yeah. I've talked about this a little bit, but basically My old company, we had this space at a radio station that we sponsored, like a lounge and Mm. that celebrity or singers would come into. And the guys from Five Seconds of Summer weren't rude to me, but they were rude to their fans, which I hated. Oh, yeah. Like they did a question and answer. And one of the guys at the time, he had like black and red hair. I don't know his name. A fan asked, what would you do if you weren't a singer or musician, whatever? And the guy was like, It's my least favorite question. I'd probably just be living off my parents' money. And then when they were taking pictures with fans, one of the fans was like, make sure, can you guys just smile like really, really big? And they all frowned. 
oh my god like get and over I was just yourself like, yeah and then like they were talking to us and they were like are you coming to our show and me and my friend Callie were like no like you guys were like the way yeah. they treated their fans they weren't rude to me but they were rude to their fans which I hated yeah fuck that especially because like that's the, all their fans are like kids yeah they're like 13 yeah that would I be like if a backstreet boy was mean to me at 13 i would die <laughs> right right when your fame is already so questionable yeah if you could ask one person about their blind item life who would it be mine would be rita aura mine would be zach oh okay i would want come from i would want to be like zach let's talk it's just us girls and there's nobody else around. Like, tell me literally everything. What is Muhammad <laughs> doing? What is the hardest part about having a podcast? For, for me personally, Troy, I'm a big people pleaser. So when mm. I see like negative reviews, I don't yeah. read them anymore. So that's like, Troy knows when we first yeah. started the podcast, it was really hard. Um, but now I just don't read the reviews. Yeah, it's best not to. What about you? What do you think? Um, I guess just like, you know, it's hard to like keep up, you know, like it, it, like when you start a podcast, it's like a snowball that you like push and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and hopefully it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, it's like, I always say that podcasting is like, is like uh, turning in a book report every single week. Yeah. Forever. Kind of, it's what it feels like. It's like you're turning in an essay every week, and then it's just like, all right, another essay. You know what I mean? Like the grind sometimes can be difficult. For sure. <laughs> now the next question is directed at Kelly, and it should be. It says, Kelly, talk about the partying that you would allude to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Troy has seen it. I don't know, Troy. I don't know how to. <laughs> It's like a carousel that you're having fun on and then it catches on fire. <laughs> That's a good example. I mean, you're not like a bad drunk by any means. You know, you're not like a mean drunk or anything like that, I would say. You just at a like at a certain it's like a you blink and you're t- it's paradise. You're terried <laughs> in like some fucking all encompass like all inclusive resort. It's like the blink of an eye. All of a sudden, Kelly is, the eyes roll back, different eyes come forward, and it's paradise. Yeah, I mean, I just, I like to have a good time. I try and be as um, responsible as possible and hope nobody gets hurt. And you can, like, rally. Like, you can drink for a long time. And then wake up. Mm -hmm. And keep going. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Proud of me. Um, (laughs) Favorite celebrity conspiracy theory. Hmm. Does it have to be true or is it just any? Just a conspiracy. Just yeah, just fun. Um, probably it would have to be something involving Britney being a clone. Okay. Because it's just like, I love a conspiracy theory that you're like, oh, it's outrageous, but it makes you squint your head, you squint your eyes and tilt your head a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think that Britney Spears is a clone, but it's like a fun thing to lean into because her life is so weird and there's so much weirdness around her. You know, it's just fun. Yeah. I would say mine. I don't know if Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift are a conspiracy theory. I don't know if that counts. I wouldn't say so. Um, but I read somewhere once that James Dean didn't 
actually die. He just didn't want to be famous anymore. And then um, moved to like Canada and lives a normal life. Okay. And that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories. I can never find the article again. When I talk about it, people are like, send me the article. I'm like, I can't, it's gone. I don't know where I read this or if I made it up myself, I don't know, but. That's a good one. Celebrities not really being dead. That's like always fun. Yeah. We got so many questions about Selena Gomez. Mm -hmm. And I guess my thoughts about Selena have always been the same. Like she's, she's not that innocent as Brittany would say. (laughs) And I just, I think I love her TikTok. I feel like Selena's fun as fuck. Yeah. I think that she's probably really like, as far as like hanging out, I think she'd be really fun and like funny. Yeah. Like I picture her to be funny. Yeah. Um, Agreed though. Like she's definitely not that innocent. She is amazing PR people. Amazing. The best, the best out there. Like. She fell at the Golden Globes or whatever. And they were like, oh, her heels were too big for her feet. And then she went up on stage and performed literally me on a Thursday night in college. Yeah. Performed. At the AMAs. And like, and everybody was like, oh, like, you know, she didn't know the words or she was, she was a little out of it. It's like, have you never seen a wasted person? It was her anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. Celeb, you'd run the other way. If you saw them, Aaron Carter, Aaron, yeah, out of literal fear. Like, I'm not even being funny. I'd be really scared to be around him. And I'm not a runner. So if you see me running, you better go too. (laughs) run in my direction. (laughs) Is there any celebrity that's off limits to having an episode? Brittany. For me, we both have our own. Yeah, I don't want to do a Laguna Hills episode just because of Laguna Biatch. If they come up in blinds, we'll talk about them. But I Mm -hmm. and I also don't think there would be enough for a full episode of them. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just I'm not comfortable doing that. Yeah. Yeah, we I don't even know if we ever had like a talk about it. I feel like we just established at some point that they were just not like two episodes that were just like kind of not going to ever happen. And, and again, like if Spencer Pratt or Lauren Conrad come up in a blind, I'll read it, but I don't want to yeah. do a full episode like dedicated. Exactly. That's how I feel. I don't <laughs> see how it would be productive at all to do an episode about Brit and like all of her blinds. I mean, they are, some of them are very fascinating, but like the majority of the ones from 2007, it's like, they're all horrible and I don't want to like bring them to the surface again. I mean, we haven't even talked about her pregnancy, Troy. I know, my God. Go talk about it. This is your moment. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna shut the fuck up and I'm gonna okay. let you talk. I do actually have something that I wanted to say about it. Um, because obviously I've been getting a lot of messages about it, and a lot of people have been either like very supportive of her. Or on the opposite end, like I've gotten a few messages from people and even some of the messages, to be honest, like in our post on the Instagram, just about it, of people just being like, you're not being a good person by like supporting this. She's not in a good place. She's clearly not in a good place. And, you know, it's like, I'm worried. Like, I'm not, I'm not happy for her. I'm worried. And I've gotten so many of them that I just feel like at this point, I have to say something about it. 
And I just don't understand that. Like, I don't understand that sentiment of being like, first of all, being worried about Britney Spears in, in 2022 is not a hot take. I hate to break that to you. You are not uh, a, like a visionary or an empath because you're worried about Britney Spears. We're all worried about Britney. If you're not worried, then like you're missing a sensitivity chip at this point. You know what I mean? Like it's normal to be worried about her being pregnant after all she's been through during, and like she's being watched by everybody. Like, of course we're worried. You don't have a unique opinion because you're worried. You're not saying anything prolific or profound. Like, and by the way, people who are being supportive of her and like building her up and and like gassing her up on her Instagram and, and just showing support, considering her first two pregnancies were horrific. What what makes those people bad and you good because you're on her Instagram debating her mental health and you know she's fucking reading it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? I don't understand that. Like I don't, I don't think it makes you a bad person because you're excited for her. And I don't think it means you can't be worried because you're also excited for her. Like I'm mm-hmm. very excited and terrified, but I'm not gonna like go around telling everybody obsessively that I'm worried. What does that do? Right. Who cares? Yeah. Does that make sense or am I being an asshole? No, I agree with you. I mean, obviously there's worry there, but when you heard her like voice, like she, yeah. when you heard her for the first time in court, mm-hmm. she was like, I want children. And she yeah. sounded very sound when she said that. She said it with mm-hmm. her whole chest, you know? Mm-hmm. She's so, grown. We have to respect everyone, her choices. Yeah, and everyone hates Sam. And I don't know. I I don't know. Sam's going to be whatever, mm-hmm. but Brittany has been able to sniff out all the rats in her life and keeps him. So yeah. maybe we yeah. should trust her. I agree. And I don't, I'm not a big Sam person either. I, I do not feel good about Sam, but what are we going to do? Like, we also felt this way about Kevin and what did we do? We bullied her until he cheated on her and she left him. And then what? Yeah. Or breaks up with this guy that she's madly in love with. Like, what is the alternate? I, I guess I just don't understand, like, what people want to, you know, or, like, what you're supposed to say. Like, you can't say congratulations and still be worried? I don't know. I don't get it. Which celebrity would we be devastated to find out was rotted? Honestly, I would say somebody like Betty White or, like, Dolly Parton. Yeah, like somebody who is like notoriously a great person. Yeah. That would be painful. Is there anyone you wanted to do an episode on, but there weren't enough blinds? Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, that happens to us all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted there's... to do Eminem. Oh, yeah. I couldn't find enough blinds about Eminem. There are a lot of celebrities that because they have a lot of like scandal, like you assume that they'll have all these crazy blind items and they just don't like there are some celebrities that have just not been for whatever reason considered interesting enough to write blind items about. I don't know why. Will we ever get a video version of the podcast? So our podcast is like different than video people who have like video podcasts because we read a lot. Yeah, it wouldn't be fun to watch, to be honest. I mean, it's just us reading our computer screen. It's not like, you know, I mean, we do have a tier on our Patreon um, where we have like a little, a, a fun little kiki, like once a month where we hang out on video with people that listen to the show and 
that's video. I mean, that's the closest thing that we do to anything like that, but it wouldn't be fun to watch us do this. No, this question made me excited when we got it. (laughs) Why isn't Britney Snow more popular? Listen, I love Britney Snow so much, but in my opinion, she's like Hayden, not, not blind item wise, like career wise, Mm -hmm. both can sing, dance, super talented, but they grew up in the same era as Lindsay, Hillary and Raven and Amanda. Right. How are they going to compete with them? Right. I agree with that. I was, I did tell um, Kelly, cause I know how much she loves Brittany <laughs> and uh, we, I went and saw X and I was saying like, you need to see X cause she's literally so fucking good in this movie. And she's like naked in it the whole time. And she's, pl- she literally plays a Southern porn star like a Southern bale, like y'all come back. Now you hear kind of porn. Like she's so good. Like it's her best role. I'm not even kidding. She's so good. She was my like lesbian awakening. Really? John Tucker must die. That whole movie was. That's so funny. When everyone's fighting over like, who's the hotter Tucker? I'm like, no, Brittany Snow and Sophia Bush though. (laughs) (laughs) Troy, what's your favorite episode to record and least favorite episode to record? Uh, my least favorite episode was Chris Stokes and not because I don't think it was good or whatever, but it was just extremely difficult. Um, any episode with like kids, like that's, you know, those have all been not fun. Like Mm -hmm. the Bermuda Triangle episode was probably one of the most horrific hours of our lives i mean we were literally like so drained after Mm -hmm. favorite episode to record that's hard um i like the ones i mean my favorite just personally have been the ones where you take charge because i don't know anything so it's like i'm like a listener like the taylor episodes were fun because i got to like learn stuff you know Mm -hmm. i'd say my least favorite was probably like james franco (laughs) That yeah. one really, like, fucked me up. Um, but also, obviously, the Bermuda Triangle one was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Stokes, I learned so much, which was really hard. Yeah. And then I think my favorite episode has been, I really liked doing the CW episode. That was really fun for me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I really liked the Camp Podwall episode. It, it tied oh, so yeah. many things together. That's a good one. And I, I'm happy that we did that so early. hmm Because it was, like... I mean, I feel like that episode really helped kind of like flesh out like so many of our other ones. Yeah. You know, it's like, like you said, it's tied so many of our episodes together. It always yeah. relates back to the fucking, to Podwall. It does. <laughs> Who is a rotted celebrity you shouldn't love, but do? You go first. Mine, they'll, they'll know the answer to mine. So you go. Mine's Anna Kendrick. I don't know oh. if she's like. She's she doesn't count. Weird. She's just, oh. she's just bitchy. That's not, that's, doesn't count. That's like being okay. Captain Heichel. <laughs> okay. I have to think then. And then I have to think. Honestly, probably the Backstreet Boys. They, they got some, yeah. they got some rotted members. It's probably the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good answer. Um, mine is Azealia Banks. You guys know that. Oh, oh, duh. Of course. Favorite grocery store magazine to read while you waited for your parents to get done shopping. That's funny. J14. Oh, 
oh my god yeah i mean it would have probably been one of the pop star magazines or um i was always a big i loved fashion magazines like as a teenager growing up and i always loved um l for some reason that was like my choice okay fashion magazine because it just felt so like i don't know i loved l so that was always the one i would read especially it was like a good nicole richie kind of celebrity on the cover i was over with i'd be like can you buy me this 40 dollar magazine please (laughs) (laughs) i need to cut it up and put it on my wall same my walls were like wallpapered it was a mess (laughs) tips on finding blinds for specific topics Honestly, you're way better at it than I am. Um, you got to become good with, with the words you use to search. Like, the less words you use, the better when you're searching. Always use the person's name that you're searching for and then the word blind item. And, like, if you're looking for something really specific, use, like, like if you were looking for a blind item about Zac Efron, like, yachting or something, like I would search blind item Zac Efron yacht. Like I would keep it as simple as possible so that you get the most hits. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's honestly not that hard. Just search the person's name with the, with the word blind item. And, you know, it opens you up to a whole, a whole plethora of things to read. You'll, you'll be very busy. Is the pod our full-time jobs? Not mine. I still am working my full-time job. Um, I work for America's Funniest Home Videos. I do their TikTok and Instagram. So if anyone wants to give those a follow, please do. <laughs> I won't let Kelly quit her job because it's a great job. She gets paid very well. She like likes it. And she mm-hmm. fucking works at America's Funniest Home Videos. Like what? <laughs> the the camp of it, you have to keep the job. Um, I and they're super supportive, by the way. I just want to say that, like, they've yeah. been so supportive of tours and, and everything. So, um, I ended up leaving my job, I don't know, maybe five months ago. Or mm-hmm. Um, it's been like half a year, and it was the best decision I ever made. Honestly, I was like taking 10 hours of my day. I did not like my job, I had a horrible job. Um, it was a COVID related job that wasn't supposed to be COVID related, and it became that. And it was just really tough. It was very emotionally taxing. I was taking, I was basically helping people, helping elderly people sign up to get vaccinated because it was like impossible at the beginning because you had to do it online. So it was like peak COVID. It was like toilet paper era COVID. Like it was like insane. Mm -hmm. And it was just really emotionally taxing. I did it for like a year and I was like, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. So I ended up leaving my job and yeah. And now I can like focus all day on podcasting and it's like the greatest choice I ever made. So, so yeah. Favorite movie to play in the background while cleaning. I mean, the first two that come to mind are sweet home, Alabama and pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. I'd say probably those two. Mine would be. Here's a scream or something. Probably. Yeah, it would be like like Friday the 13th or Scream. Like one of the screams is nice to have on. Um, yeah, it'd be a horror movie. It'd probably be Scream or like I Know What You Did Last Summer, like something like that. What movie have you seen the most times? Horror movie? Or any movie? Oh, man. Any movie? Probably Pretty Woman. Oh. My favorite movie of all time. I didn't know that. Yeah, I love Pretty Woman. 
My issue is I only watch the same movies, so I don't <laughs> think I can answer that. Um, honestly, probably the movie 13. That movie's up oh, there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. 13 and Greece, probably Greece. Oh, that's a good, yeah, that's a good one. Greece is yeah. so easy to watch. Absolutely. So, Troy, this question was directed for you. How does your mom feel about you moving to New York City? Seems like you guys are very close. And then mm-hmm. I guess the next question is for both of us. Why did we want to move to New York City? Um, My mom has come to terms with, like, like I think that she knew I wanted to leave before me. Oh, if that okay. makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I think she was waiting to, to for me to realize it, that I was probably going to end up moving to one of the cities that we went on tour. Um, and I've, I, I've just always wanted to, I've always wanted to live in New York. And, you know, when I was like working shitty jobs or like, I don't know if I was like in a place in life where I didn't feel like it was the perfect time. Cause I didn't want to like move to New York and then be homeless in a week. So I was like, you know, I'm going to wait until a mo- there's a moment in my life where I feel like I can really do it and doing this and like having this be my full-time job and being able to like pick it up and move it wherever, like it just feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll never forget. Like one of my like long-term forever memories is us in New York meeting for lunch and sitting down and being like, you want to live here, right? And being like, yeah, you do too, right? <laughs> yeah. Like we both want to live here, correct? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I've always wanted to live in New York, you know, living in Boston or Boston area. I'm not from Boston. Um, Mm -hmm. everyone, that's kind of what people wanted to do was live in New York. And my dream job growing up was to be a host of TRL. So, um, so I always wanted to do that. I wanted to work for MTV. Um, and yeah, there was one night I was at my, on my friend's roof and I just kind of looked at her and I was like, I don't want to go back to Nashville. I don't have anything there right now for me. Obviously, I love my friends in Nashville, but like, I get what you nothing mean. was holding me here, you know. Right. Yeah. What percentage of blinds do we believe? Um, I don't know. Ugh. I feel like when I don't believe a blind, I say it during the episode. Mm-hmm. You do always make it a point to say, "I need to be better about that." Yeah, I try and like, I try and be vocal per episode when I don't believe a blind. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I internalize ones I don't believe, not on purpose, but just like, like, I don't know. Sometimes I like to wait until the end to get like a a gauge. Like, for example, Ben and Jen, the way that I felt at the end of our recent Ben and Jen episode, like blew me away because I didn't feel at the end of it. I was like, they love each other. Like these yeah. are two people who actually fucking love each other. And I didn't feel like that until the, until we ended it. And I was like, wait, like I actually believe now that these two motherfuckers love each other, but they also just like being photographed, but I do think they're in love. So I'm more of a, like, I'll wait until the end. That's usually when I have my like aha moments or if I believe it or not. And now they're engaged. You're welcome, Benifer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You're welcome for us putting you in our vision board. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Wow. Amazing question. Unfortunately, when I do celebrity lookalike things, I almost always get Mike Tyson. But personality wise, I think. <laughs> you get Mike Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say I look like. 
Um, I look like Paul Dano. It's fine. Oh my God. I do. I look like a female Paul Dano. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, Personality wise. I don't know. Who do you think would play you? I've thought about this a lot. So it's right. Like I think Jillian Bell, um, she was in workaholics. She was in 22 jump street. Brittany runs a marathon. Who do you um, think would play me? I'll tell you who I think would play you. Who do I think would play you? This isn't going to make sense, but I feel like this person could play you. And like Jonah Hill's personality. I don't know. Okay. Like the way he acts like, and like, this is the end. And like, <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but I love Jonah Hill. So please no. know that this is coming from like a place, uh, a place in my heart. That's not terrible to me. I'm actually a little flattered. Okay. Cause I think Jonah Hill, like you are someone who can be funny. You can be serious. You can be all these things. And Jonah Hill does that really well too. Okay. I like that answer. I like Jonah Hill. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, this isn't my answer because of the glasses. Just know that it's not because of glasses. Don't you fucking t- tell me Zoe Deschanel. No, it's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I really do feel like, I feel like you guys have like a similar spirit. Okay. I'll, I'll accept it. Yeah. It's not just the glasses or the hair though. <laughs> just know that it's not because you literally look like her. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start a beyond the blinds discord or Facebook page? Um, they're like nervous to do that, but I know someone created a subreddit. So yeah. As long as I think our names aren't, as long as we're not in the Facebook group or something, I think that's okay. Yeah. I mean, what we talk about is so dark and I, I, I feel like the thought of having a Facebook page to just, it just feels dark sided. Do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Facebook pages are notor- they notoriously implode no matter what. Yeah. And I would imagine that our Facebook page about Zac Efron allegedly being pimped probably wouldn't end well. Like, it just wouldn't be the best idea. Honestly. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, <laughs> I think if Troy and I are not attached to it or involved in any way. Right. But I think it would be bad for us to do that ourselves i agree yeah do we receive hate messages i wouldn't say messages but we definitely get angry comments sure and we expect it like the shit that we talk about is so um like unnerving oh i get hate messages sometimes um people will call me like certain things that I don't believe are true. They call me like homophobic. And remember I was getting like a bunch of those messages. Yeah. And then yeah. Twitter got weird for a little bit, but that's calmed down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I can't doing a, talk about it. I, I'm doing a listen. podcast with a homophobe. Yeah. Like, Who's also gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was getting like a lot of, when the podcast first started, I was getting a lot of hate messages in like Laguna Biatch. Well, I think when we first started, people, especially people who didn't know anything about blind items, had, and this is still a problem, to be honest with you, but not nearly as bad. People 
didn't understand that we weren't writing the blind items. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately people thought that we A, believed every blind item that we read and that B, that we like were writing them. Mm-hmm. Like people legitimately thought we were like making these up and not reading yeah. 20 old, 20 year old blind items. Um, now people get it way more obviously, but we do still get occasionally people that will be like, why would you guys say that? We were like, well, right. we read it. I don't call anybody the A slash B list actor. I don't like talk like that. You know what I mean? Like we don't talk like that. For sure. Yeah. 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 Now the last question, Troy, what is your type? I know this is like such a fucking cop out when people say this, but I don't feel like I have a type. Like I really don't have any specific kind of person looks wise that I'm attracted to at all. Like truly, I that is genuine. Um personality wise, now I now listen. Uh, the person that I mean you have to be funny. Yeah. The person has to be able to understand a little sarcasm. They gotta be funny. They gotta be a little, you know, you gotta hit something back, you know? Um, that's major for me. Personality is like huge. Looks wise though, I am so, as I've proven on this podcast by telling everybody how much of a dirty whore I am, um, (laughs) I am open to anything. Okay. Um, my friend said my type is if you squint and they kind of look like Taylor Swift, they're your type. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I don't know, like looks wise. I, I'm kind of with you. I tend to more like like girls like with red or blonde hair. Okay. Um, but yeah, they have to be a little crazy though. Mm-hmm. Like I I can't have someone who's calm, but I can't have someone who's like. No, I could have someone who's crazier than me because then I can be the calm one, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah. I love you- a gentle. I love a gentle red flag. <laughs> yeah. You would like fall into a like a relationship with Lindsay Lohan and then all of a sudden be like, wait, <laughs> I hope what? No, you're probably right. You would. You'd be like, wait, where's all my furniture and all my money? And why is my bank account empty? And why is my car key? You know, how my tires get flat like that? Yeah. You mean I, I couldn't fix her? Yeah. yeah. But hey, wait a minute. But yeah, I'm the same. I mean, I don't know. We'll unpack that in therapy later, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Keep that one written down. <laughs> well, I actually, this was fun. This is fun. Like, I feel like on our own podcast, we get to really show like who we are as people and we don't really get to on this one. So yeah. that was fun. I hope you guys liked it. That was super fun. If you guys want us to do it again, let us know. In Obviously the- not like next week or something. But- <laughs> we just read the same questions again every week. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was half Channing, half. Troy, Trelly. <laughs> Trelly. And we love you guys very, very much. We adore you. We simply do. And keep eyes out because we have some announcements coming. We have some really fun announcements coming. Big ones. Huge. And it's not merch. We're still working on merch. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.